Kurt's in Utah. Hi, Kurt. How are you today? I'm great. Hi, Mike. Great show. Um, Thanks for calling. So I'm also a doctor, um, been so for 30 years, and um, I'm. Um, that's very interesting. I wonder how he's going to. I guess he'll have the records to know if people got vaccinated. Um, if people are going to have to show a card if they're a new patient. I mean, he's going to have to figure that out. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I hold, but I you know what? He got three supported. people vaccinated. Maybe so. If even if it's an honor system, that's a good thing. Oh, it'll be more than that because if he's a a good doctor, I, I'm assuming. And then when people say, "Oh, you should see my doctor," oh, but you have to be vaccinated. Well, they're going to go get vaccinated just to get in to see a good doctor. I mean, I think this is very smart and wise on his part. And I, I bet he's not going to be the last person to do this. You're going to see this mm-hmm. happen elsewhere in clinics. Um, and that, and I also wanted to briefly say about the monoclonal antibodies. I'm heavily involved in that in my own state. Oh, really? And we just published an art. Yeah, we just published an article today in the New England Journal of Medicine Catalyst about how we set up the footprint in Utah for getting monoclonal antibodies within uh, about an hour's drive of every resident. Not every resident. I'd say 90% of the residents. That's great. Um, yeah. And they're, uh, and, but the thing about it is this, and this is when I talk to patients on the phone, and I've been doing this since December, um, I will say, do you know what monoclonal antibodies are? A lot of them say no. I say, well, you may recall last year the president got COVID and he was brought to Walter Reed Army Medical Center for a couple of investigative drugs. And I don't say Trump. I don't. I keep it very apolitical. And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I say, well, one of those drugs was monoclonal antibodies. And the truth about the antibodies, the science behind it, is that they were doing a trial at the time, and they found that people who got this within seven days of symptoms and were high risk for hospitalization, their hospitalization rate dropped from 15% to 4%. That's the science, and that's how it got approved under an emergency agreement. The federal government bought up all the drugs dispersed it out to the states, and then left it up to the states to figure out how to get it out to people. And each state has their own criteria of risk score as to how they decide who's at high risk and who's not at high risk. And the numbers started initially, you had to have a score of like 8.5 to get uh, the antibodies. And then as we got more people vaccinated and more drug available, um, it went down to 5.0. Now in my state, if you're vaccinated, your risk score has to be 8.5. If you're unvaccinated, your risk score has to be 5.0. Anyway, I didn't mean to get in the weeds there. No, but- no, I'm glad that you you raised all of that. I just want to sort of underscore or, or correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it sounds like you're saying it's not a miracle by any you know by any stretch, but it does uh, help um, reduce the risk of going to the hospital if you are high risk for going to the hospital and if you do this within the first seven days. Correct. Yeah. If you're outside of seven days, you don't qualify and it's not even offered. And the other thing is people say, Oh, well, I really want to get it because I want to feel better. I want to get over this cough. And I have to say to them, no, you can't, we can't make that claim from the studies. All I can say is that it'll lower your risk of hospitalization. Now, sure. I've had many patients who have said, well, my mother got that and she really started to feel better. Well, maybe that's true, but that's not from a randomly controlled you know, study. I can't state that as fact. I can just say, well, that's an anecdotal thing. Mm-hmm. So um, we have infused uh, just about 1,600 people here 
And we think we've saved 150 hospitalization, probably uh, saved at least 25 deaths or more. So wow. not to mention the amount of money it's saving the integrated healthcare system without, you know, people on ventilators, ICU beds and whatnot. So um, anyway, that's that's kind of the, the little background information. I'm happy to send you a copy of the article. Um, and and what did I you think? Of, yeah, I was going to ask you about the Texas governor and, and his whole thing oh. where he was tested every day and now he's on the monoclonal antibodies. First of all, getting tested every day, how practical is that? If you expect every resident of every state to get tested every single day, I mean, what what is the number you would need? Think of the amount of money and resources you're going to waste on people who don't right. need to get tested every day. If he were behaving correctly, wearing a mask, social distancing, which obviously he was not, um, I'm assuming he had some some health issues given he's um, in a wheelchair, he's his age and such. But I mean, of all people, he should have been vaccinated from the get-go and promoting vaccinations and not making it just sound like that. Well, I kind of got lucky because I was vaccinated and I think it's helped me feel better. No, it may have saved your life. And really, this is what you should be doing. And then touting the monoclonal antibodies. Again, I'm sure now many people are going to want those. They won't even qualify. I've even had some people try and when they hear a politician say that, well, I'll just get those antibodies anyway. I'll just lie about my test results and let me get those so it'll protect me. And that is not science, and we, we don't provide any monoclonal antibodies. I, I'm so glad you called and weighed in on that because, yeah, he he instead of pushing the vaccine, he's pushing that as a hopeful thing for people, whereas the vaccine is what is really going to help you, uh, it, you know, guaranteed, right, and that you're going to get and that you can get anywhere. And DeSantis is doing the same thing in Florida. Oh, it's embarrassing. I mean, it is really just it sounds just so uneducated and naive. It's hard to believe that these are uh, our leaders, but or their leaders, I should say. But the other thing is, I mean, the um, there are people who try and say they're positive or like, well, I want to get this for my wife because I'm positive. Well, no, we need a positive result. And initially you you couldn't get it unless you had a symptom within seven days now there are immunocompromised people where i live that are allowed to get it even without a symptom but there has to be proof of you know they're on chemotherapy or they have some kind of issue or problem that's lowered their immune system so the what if you are uh, what if you're 85 years old and don't really have any issues but age itself uh, would would make you more um, likely to go to the hospital? Would you be able to get them? Yeah, age puts you at a higher score. Uh, the score goes up based on your age. Uh, if you're male, you get a point. If you're non-Caucasian, you get a couple of points because wow. there's much higher morbidity and mortality in African-Americans and Hispanic Native Americans. Um, and so it's all on a scale. But uh, the point is... You know, this has all been worked out scientifically with the numbers. It's not political, but these leaders are making it political right. and trying to use it to their advantage of whatever, you know, quote. I, I'm so glad you called in because, you. I mean, you're a wealth of knowledge in terms of having worked on this. And thank you for doing this work. But also it just underscores, particularly with DeSantis, how much he's turned this into – 
a political placard. Like, this is what he's using. And he knows that he's telling people across the state, go and come come to this center and get the, and, and that they're going to be driving in to get it and then they're not going to qualify. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think what's driving some of this is, and this is my own opinion, it's fundraising. This is their way of speaking to that Trump base out there, the conspiracy base, and to get them to raise money because, of course, they're going to run for president or some other higher office. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kurt, thanks so much uh, for calling today. Really uh, appreciated hearing from you. Thanks a lot. Uh, very, very interesting. It, it just underscores the duplicity and the sinister thing that DeSantis is doing, right? Right. 